So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, and welcome to Love After Lockup. Ha ha, okay. I'm Miss H, and today Mr. O and I will be talking about Season 4, Episode 2 of Love After Lockup. This week, Deontay meets Nicole, bubbleguts and all. Stan thinks that one of them should have decent hair, so he buys Lisa some wigs. Brittany breaks the news of her nine-month relationship to her family. Rachel gets yelled at by Doug. And Courtney and Josh come home. If you like what you hear, please support us and give us a rating or send us constructive feedback. If you watch 90 Day Fiancé, check out our other podcast channel, 90 Day MK, Teachable Moments with Miss H and Mr. O. Thanks and enjoy. Hello, Miss H. Hello, Mr. O. How are things going? Uh, they are going okay. It is kind of officially summer for me, but not really at the same time. I know because I have to keep waiting for you to record. I'm like doing my summer thing, being like, I'm just sitting around playing video games. Let's record now. And you're like, no, I actually am working and doing stuff. So that's kind of a bummer for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, at least I could sleep in a little bit more. None of this East Coast business. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, let's start off with Brittany and Ray. So Brittany is going to tell her family that she is dating Ray. She tells us that her family is very well off, so the expectation is that she be with someone who can provide for her. Brittany breaks the news to her family that she has a boyfriend, and she's been dating him for nine months. And the reason this is the first they're hearing about it is because he's in prison. Her parents are immediately disappointed, while the other family members think she's lying. Her mom, Diane, says that if Ray doesn't have money, what's to stop him from a life of crime again? And they all bring up the last prison bay Brittany had that physically abused her. Brittany tells them that they have to accept that she has him as a boyfriend and just move on. Diane just wants her to be with an outstanding citizen and wants to know why she feels a need to rehabilitate someone. Roland, her dad, has more of a whatever approach like, you can do what you want, you're an adult. But we don't want this for you, but what can we do as long as you're safe? Diane doesn't want to meet Ray until he has something to offer. Brittany and the family, uh, or offer something to Brittany and the family. Brittany lies to her family about where Ray is paroling since her family doesn't seem to be taking it well and advising her on an exit plan. She immediately recognized that her lie has probably made the situation worse. All right. So, yeah. Brittany already lying to her parents about their situation. Not good. Yeah. Always a good sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, okay. So, it was interesting, Diane and Roland's kind of take on this, right? They're both uh-huh. like, we really don't want this for you. But at the same time, you're an adult. We can't really stop you. So how do you as a parent, and you're a parent, so I feel like from your perspective, how do you protect your children who defiantly just want to do their own thing and you don't really have control over that? Oh, geez. I don't know because I – I know you're not there yet. I'm not there yet, but I kind of feel like that's something that you have kind of as a misconception between people who aren't parents yet. You never really have that control. Like they're right. going to do stuff that you're like, why are you watching that? Why are you eating that? Why are you doing that? I don't understand. I don't like you because you can't control kids like people think you can. Yeah. Right. Oh, man, I'm going to raise them to be just like me and they're going to like the same things I like. No, they won't. They will not do that. 
They may, but that's not necessarily what you do. So you can't control them anyway. You just kind of have to like, and it sucks. You just have to like be there for them. Like make your, make your feelings known. Right. But like, I don't see how her mom's plan of, well, I don't want to meet this guy yet. Right. Eventually what that leads to is you don't get to see your daughter anymore. Because that's, that's the way, that's what she's going to decide. If you keep saying, if you keep like withholding, like your personal contact, if she doesn't make the decisions you want to, you want her to make, then eventually what you get is her being like, okay, fine. I guess we don't have to see each other anymore. Yeah. I'm definitely more on board with Roland's with the, uh, like, listen, I'm your dad and I'm going to keep bailing you out of these dumbass situations that I think are (laughs) dumbass situations, but there's nothing for me to do. You know, my feelings of the matter. Like, let's proceed forward. I know. Poor Roland. And it's like, I know. especially when they talked about Brittany having a history with an abusive prison boyfriend. It's I can understand why you, you want to you want your child to be safe. But yeah. it also sounds like they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do. So how can you keep right. them safe when they're just like walking into danger? Right. And that's that's the one thing. You can't help your kids if they're hiding everything from you. Yeah. Like you can't, right? And if that's what you if, – if your method of dealing with – of trying to control them or dealing with it is having them just hide everything from you, then that's not going to be a way to achieve what you want to achieve. Like I thought right. it was funny. I thought Roland was funny because he totally did that like dad thing. He's like, listen, I have nothing against inmates. Just I don't like inmates for you. Like, you're <laughs> right. too good for that. I have nothing against them personally, but yeah. they're not good enough for you, which I totally get. And it's like, but that's also like a way of people, you know, it's also something that people say, but uh, not against inmates, but that's something that bigoted people tend to say about like right. daughters dating people that they don't want. Well, we're nothing against them personally, but it makes your life hard. That's what I'm worried yeah. about. Yeah. And it was like a poor for him because it was like, wasn't his, it wasn't his birthday too? Yeah, that's why Diane was giving dad cash, which seems like an odd gift as an adult. Yes, it does. Especially when you're married. And I guess lots of married people don't have don't have joint finances, but I okay. feel like if you have joint finances, what's the point of right. <laughs> I wrote you a check? <laughs> you so I wrote myself a check. That's what happened to you. It's like, what'd you get dad? Well, I got daddy cash because he likes that. It's like, uh-huh, everybody yeah. does. <laughs> everybody likes cash, especially – well, I'm just saying. So they must have a separate account type situation because otherwise, like, I bought myself breaks, which is fine. I would buy myself breaks for my Camaro for my birthday if that was what I was into. Good good job for him. <laughs> so I thought it was funny that um, the mom – like, it, last week we heard about that. Oh, my God. She's going to say we're traumatized. She's going to say she's traumatized. If I bring home anything but a doctor or a lawyer, she's going to say she's traumatized. Like, I think it was – the fourth or fifth word out of her mouth. What's the word traumatized? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, look at that. Brittany was totally right. Well, it's kind of funny because I know she didn't mean it this way, but Diane was saying, you know, well, you know, if he doesn't have any money, so it kind of almost makes it seem like, well, she wants him to have money, right? But then her conclusion was kind of like, well, if he doesn't want money or if he doesn't have money, he may try to do something to obtain money illegally. So it's like, I'm following you, Diane. Uh, But it's like, does she think that just all rich people are void of criminal activity because they have money? And it's like, well, what would you need to be involved in a life of crime? 
I think it was specifically what he was in jail for, which was he was a drug dealer. So like the only job this guy has ever known is an illegal job. So I feel mm-hmm. like if he needs money, that's what he's going to go back to. Whereas like, you know, rich people have a different set of crimes they usually commit. Um, <laughs> and, and so like, but they're not, they're not, so they're not usually crimes about making money through the life of crime. All right. So I was confused about Brittany. At the the whole time, right? She was wearing those those letter necklaces that are that are in right now. Yes. Everybody has their first name on the sideways letter. She had like five of them on at the same time. Yes. And I don't think any of them were the letter B. I was very confused about what was going on I there. I thought there was a B, but it was like layered with something else too. There was like an F and a and a and an and an N or something. I don't even know. Like I don't know what any of these letters. Are. Why do you have so many letters? That's not how these are supposed to work, right? I maybe she has kids and we just don't know about them yet. Oh, we could. I, we don't. There's there's been people on the show with kids that we don't know about. That's definitely right. That is, yes. Um, I'm thinking of uh, Cheryl, Josh, and Cheryl. It was uh-huh. like a few episodes before we figured out that she had kids. So it's like all of a sudden, surprise! I have kids. So, yeah, I don't know. Right, well, it didn't – and that wasn't Christiana out of John and Christiana. Didn't she have kids that we didn't know about? Oh, and Destiny like, had like five kids or something? Yes, Destiny. Maybe it was Destiny. Maybe it was <laughs> yeah. Destiny I was thinking of. Yes. One yeah. of the ones where the guy had a bunch of kids and it was like, well, that's weird. Why would you be with somebody with so many kids? And it was like, Idiot oh, Sean. right, because you also have a ton of kids. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, he had like five and maybe she had three. So, yeah, between yeah. the two of them, they had crap ton of kids. Right. Oh, man. All right. So thinking – speaking of, you know, dummies, let's go to Deontay and Nicole. All right. <laughs> and speaking of cash. Yeah, dummies and cash. Deontay is <laughs> getting ready uh, and showing off his illegible stomach tattoo. I paused it so many times and I still have I no idea know. what that thing said. No idea. Anyway, it's really ass early before dawn because today is the big day when he's going to pick up Nicole. He's excited excited to spend the night together, and he's prepared to be rough or gentle, whatever you need, baby. Gross. But anyway, he puts all of his goodies in the car and drives through this ominous fog. And then he does the standard show thing where he posts up across the street from the facility and then waits for her. After, after a few minutes or hours, we're not exactly sure how long, of nervous pacing, Nicole finally emerges with a handful of paperwork that gets in the way of their kissing and getting prison makeup all over his face. He shows off by picking her up and walking her to the car. And Nicole tells us a little bit about her story. She was a good girl until she would turn 16 and got together with a bad guy who took her from, quote, zero to 100. And everything kind of just went – everything just went to shit after that. Anyway, they have a glass of probably warm-ass wine out of the <laughs> middle – out of his car. Yeah. And he gives her an envelope with $1,000 cash in it, which is when which, – which notably is when she said, I love you. Anyway <laughs> – at that point, Deontay wants to get out of there and go back and have sex, which Nicole says in an interview she's not sure about. God. So what do you think she meant when she said, I'm not sure about that? Well, I don't know what that means. There's a couple of things. I feel that she maybe realizes if this guy wants it badly enough, what else can I get out of him? So I think that's part of it. Right. So maybe I can uh-huh. get more than what I'm getting. Yeah. Maybe get another another envelope of a thousand dollars. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. I can see that. Um, I can see that. 
there might be some other things like it is interesting to me. A lot of these women come out just feeling like not very good about their bodies. Right. She even made some comment about, you know, I've gained weight. And even though like she does not look I mean, we don't know what the before looked like. Right. But she did not look overweight. No, not even remotely. Right. Yes, nothing. nothing. No. Yeah. Um, she had nothing to worry about. But at the same time, like maybe she's feeling self-conscious. Maybe she doesn't mm-hmm. feel incredibly comfortable with him. Uh, but I yes. would probably more bank on the former one than the, <laughs> than the latter one. Uh, she's really just yeah. like, what what can I get from this situation? So kind of assessing, like, is it to my advantage yeah, I feel like she tried to put on a, a, a show of like, oh, no, I really care about this guy. But I don't know about you. It seemed pretty flat to me. She oh, seems yeah. very, very obviously after money and stuff. Yes, I, I agree, too. Uh, and it kind of made me wonder a little bit because it did seem kind of obvious to me. It's like, is she that into him? So he said that he hadn't seen her in over a year because she lost her contact visits. And it kind of made me suspicious. Like, did she tell you that? Or (laughs) is this a record somewhere? Maybe she just didn't want to see you. Yeah, yeah. It was getting awkward and she was bringing another guy. So she was like, yeah, I I got in trouble. And and it always ends up, you know, when they always tell those stories, it always ends up with like, oh, I don't know, some some of the girls in the prison just randomly jumped me for no reason. And now I can't have contacts because I got in a fight. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't feel bad for him really almost at all. There's a couple of reasons why. One is that. He is a decent looking dude. He's just freaking awkward and goofy. But the reason why I don't feel bad for him, even if he's like a goofball, whatever, is the gross things he would say about her, like physically. It was just like, ah, talk about objectifying her. And two, she and it make I think what makes that situation worse. It's like you are so objectifying her and she looks so young so young like jail bait young young. where you're just like Uh uh-huh uh and so just based on that i'm just like oh you're kind of gross to me i agree in that like this is the second time this has happened yes that too right and and there's, there's that too right and it's just like he hasn't really said anything about her positively except for She's really hot, right? Like He tried to fake it, I think, on the first time. He tried to be like, oh, like, I love her mind. And then, but then the other stuff I wonder, it's like, how delusional are you? Because he also said, you know, I I love her because she's not materialistic. It's like, have you looked at this girl? (laughs) She is 100% materialistic. In fact, she even was you know, making her own makeup while in prison that it was rubbing off on you when you were like saying hi to her because she was like so insistent on wearing like to me, that seems like if you cannot go without wearing makeup, especially in a situation like that, who are you really trying to impress? It's like, well, it seems a bit shallow to me. Sure, sure. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I I don't. I think you're right. I think he tries, right? He tries. But mm-hmm. the first thing he wants to do, everything he does is physical, 
Like it just yes. seems he's only preoccupied with the physical, right? Yeah. So besides talking about the only thing he talks about is sex. Like, what are you going to do when you meet her? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, she told me not to pound her, so I'm going to grind. Like, ew. Why? That's ew, not. I know. I don't think that's what the question was. Sure. <laughs> that was not the question. Right? <laughs> and then, like, as soon as he sees her, he, he he kisses her. Right. He picks her up, and then he like stands behind her and and starts getting a boner because he's like grinding on her ass. Like that's those yeah. are the three things that we saw him do. It's like everything about him. Everything is just it's physical, 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 and he just will pay out for like to get the physical stuff from right. this girl that he considers I guess hot. I don't know. Which okay. Not that she's unattractive. Not that she's unattractive at all. Yeah. Uh, but first of all, I get it. You're attracted to her, but it's like why do you have to keep on drawing it drawing attention to it in a gross way? Like he could have probably said nothing about the boner he was getting and you know like hit it decently well but instead he has to draw attention to it like whoa there boy we need to like settle down now it's just like oh, God, i don't want to hear that yes that's true i promise a dude as like gross and horny as him has had to deal with public boners for many many times <laughs> sure. it's not the first time that's happened yeah so why are you drawing attention to it like we don't need to know that Oh, oh goodness! Oh, yeah, yeah. So we'll see on them, but I'm I'm not I'm not predicting. Uh, I'm predicting just round two for Deontay here. That's what it's looking oh. like so far. Gosh. Okay. Talking about talk about sex crazed. Let's move on to Stan and Lisa because he's kind of the same that way. You know, it's like how many times oh, can yeah. you mention your virility like in this I show? I hope she can come up with me. You, you can barely feed your cat, dude. I think she can keep up with you. Oh, my uh, gosh. I know, right? Okay. So, speaking of which, we get a random scene of Stan snacking out of his fridge in a robe being weirdly looked on by his cat. Stan says he gets lonely living in a big house and he misses his deceased wife. He thinks he's a catch because he's physically fit, you know, for sex. Lisa calls and they talk about all the sex they'll be having when she gets out. Lisa's feeling self-conscious about her appearance, especially because her she has short hair that makes her look like a boy. It ends up that she was in a fight and another inmate pulled out some of her hair, which made her have to cut it. Stan assures her that she's still bangable, although he admits to us that he liked her long blonde hair. Stan tells us that he's definitely considering proposing to Lisa, even though they've only been on two to three real dates, and his daughters wouldn't approve of Lisa uh, because they think her, her their dad is being used, especially since Stan is planning on giving Lisa an equal share of inheritance. In the commercial break, we get to meet Stan's 15-year-old cat, Samuel, who he projects and says loves the ladies and the cat is a monster. Samuel wants no part of the show and is clawing Stan to get away. Stan then goes to a wig store to buy Lisa wigs to help her feel confident. He spends about $1,300 on wigs and says that he will be a sugar daddy and a boyfriend. Stan tells us that he made his first million by 40 because he invests in stocks. Later, Stan takes a call from Lisa while in the bathroom at the wig shop, where Lisa tells him that her brother needs bail money and asks Stan to help her out. Stan says he thinks that, you know, they should just let him stay in prison because, you know, Stan doesn't want to be an enabler if, you know, her brother's just going to end up back in prison anyway. 
Lisa thinks that since she's been to prison seven times that, you know, from personal experience, she knows that people just need more chances. But Stan doesn't commit to helping. All right. If Stan is willing to spend $1,300 on someone else's hair, why do you think he chooses to DIY his own hair situation? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> if he spent thirteen grand on his own hair, it would, it would look decent. But no, no. He's clearly got this, this shoe polish black <laughs> like yeah. ombre thing going on. I don't right. know what he's doing. Like maybe he does pay a lot for his hair, but – No. Uh, I could, I, I could, I could see him. Maybe for like a one, and he's just not good about maintenance. Because I mean, that would kind of be me. I feel like you know, like I'm really bad about hair dye maintenance. Yeah, I mean, no, because that's not like the roots growing. My man, shoe that that man gets black ass like hair dye <laughs> and probably does it regularly. I'm just saying, like he might go to somebody. He might go and pay somebody two hundred dollars every other week. To dye his hair that color. Yeah, like, I know. I wouldn't right? be surprised if he did. Yeah. Like, that's just what he thinks looks good for some reason. Well, I was going to say, I don't think it is like, I think it's an illegitimate dye because I think that's why he gets the ombre look, is because it like uh -huh. washes out in different phases. I just think he thinks that, like, you know, oh, gray around the temples, that's sexy. That, that, that's what the ladies Oh, like. God, he's the doing ladies. it very wrong. The ladies. Yeah, yeah, well, he also wore that robe with freaking ankle like dot, like mid calf socks and no underwear. So you know he's not exactly the most. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so disturbing. Yeah, I mean, Stan is not my favorite person, but I do have to say that he doesn't seem to be an idiot in this situation, right? Like, true. how many other true. partners? Would have just been like, oh, you want bail money for your brother? Oh, okay. Because they would somehow think like Lisa is going to leave them or think less of them, right, if they yeah. don't help out. Stan was kind of like, ah, I don't want to enable your brother because it just sounds like he would ruin his chance and go back to jail anyway. So I'm out money. It really didn't make much of a difference. You know, maybe yeah. he'll learn yeah. his lesson by sitting in prison. And he was he was also smart enough to tell the wig lady like, "Oh, are you a sugar daddy and a boyfriend?" And he was like, "Both." He's like, "But I'm yeah. definitely the sugar daddy part." Like he, he does yeah. seem to at least know like what's up in terms of that. But okay, so another one like we we started off with like being gross and weird about the sex stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was concerned and confused, and I feel like they were teasing this on purpose, and it really isn't something that that big of a deal. But she was like. Can we do that thing we used to do in the basement? And he was like, oh, yeah, we're going to take that back up right away. I'm like, wait, what weird thing were they doing that she A, <sighs> wouldn't just say sex, right? Yeah. And B, like that they used to do. They, he said they met three times. How many times did they do this? Okay. That – okay. I picked up on that too because I was going to call shenanigans on how long this – couple had been a couple before she actually went to prison. And I think I had mentioned it last week, too. I thought there were way too many pictures where she didn't look quite the same. And I don't mean like she was, you know, a different person, but I mean, like her outfits were different. Her hair was done in a different way. And it just seemed like they had so many pictures. It's like, really? Because they made it sound like last week that it was like one day. 
you know, one date yes. and then they like had sex and then he never heard from her again. And he was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. This week, it was kind of like, oh, two to three times. It's like, okay, let's be real here. If it were three times, wouldn't you know it was three times? It's not like a giant number where you're like, how many times did you see her? Yeah, I don't know, somewhere between 50 and 60 times. Like, okay, right. You're not necessarily counting. But two to three, I think you would know. So I just feel like there's... Uh, very much lying about the timeline and the amount of times they've seen each other. And if he has, and if he has some weird S and M stuff in the basement, like it wasn't the first time they did it that that stuff got busted out. Yeah, <laughs> that it was right. like you know what we used to do in the basement. Like, um, what's in Stan's basement? Like, and he wouldn't show her what's in the basement on the first time. Okay, forget that. It's like, why does it have to be in your basement? Why can't it just be in your room? Yeah. Like the basement thing is – it was weird to me. It's like why are yeah. we doing it? seems like serial killer stuff. We need for easy cleanup down here. Let's put it again yeah. in the basement. <laughs> well, he'll try anything that's new. I, I also had like news for Stan. Nothing is new. Like whatever yeah, right. people are doing, people have been doing for a long time. Yeah. Someone's tried it, right? Somebody's tried it before. I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so going on to other weird things that maybe nobody's tried. No, I'm sure somebody's <laughs> tried to do it with a pickle costume on. Um, oh, gosh. We pick up exactly where we left off with Courtney and Josh. She's dressed like a pickle hiding behind a jersey barrier. But instead of, like, jumping up and surprising him like I thought she would, she just lays there until he finds her face down on the ground. <laughs> it's weird. It's so anyway, weird. Anyway, they hug and cry and make out a little. And then we get to hear from Josh for the first time, right? They're, what's going to happen is they're going to quarantine at Courtney's house first for 14 days. But then he has to go live with a cousin because he can't he can't be at her house because she's on probation. Well, the first stop out of prison is to get some good greasy food, which he says smells like sex. I know. I was like, what kind of sex are you having? It, well, it makes sense because it, basically none for the past 11 years since he Gosh. was like 18 years old. All right. And he feels like a reborn virgin. So maybe whatever. Say so they try to do phone sex, but it was weird because people like listening to your calls. Then they get to the house and do the tour. And Josh is actually really thankful that she about all the stuff she got ready for him and, and all the places she built for him. But, um, you know, they're sit, laying on the bed talking for a while and she's ready to stop talking, and get down to business. So then they throw the camera on the floor and we leave them. All right. So. Yeah, I was. I guess I was gonna hit on that. Like, what, what, what does he mean? The burger smells like sex. I was very confused. I don't know. The only, the only thing that I was thinking of was it seemed like uh, they had a lot of pies. So maybe, maybe it smelled like baked goods in there. And even then, Ooh. that's kind of like very American pie. Like, why does pie remind yeah, you of sex? Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm lost on that too. I think what he was trying to say, and it just came out weird, was yeah. it smells better than sex, right? Well, like it smells so good in here. That it's like, also sounds weird. <laughs> I would hope so. But yeah, you know what but, I'm saying? Like when people will say that's a phrase that people say. Oh, it's better right. than sex, right? Like sure, that's a thing sure. that people say. Yeah. And I think he was trying to get to there, but it was like, oh, gee, I don't know what you. Let's not. And that's one thing that is like there is nothing less sexy about sex than talking about how it smells yeah agreed not what we no that's not the, that's not the part we focus on here 
focus on some other part of it, some other aspect. Definitely. Right, right. Okay, so my first impression of Josh is that he seems like a really nice, sweet guy. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that he went to lengths to cover up his tattoos. I think that also contributed to this, like, Mr. Rogers, like... all the way up yeah yep yep i mean i think but i also think that we're going to run into the problem that we run in with a bunch of these guys Mm because he's been in prison for 11 years and he's like 28 29 or something like that so he's been in prison his entire adult life and that especially with the way he was they were like playing the games with the fries and the things like that is like man this this guy is really pretty juvenile like right Mm -hmm. now is he going to be able to like Anywhere close to adjust to having to be an adult now. Sure. Because we've seen that. We've seen that they kind of get that arrested development, right? Where they kind of – wherever age you went into prison at, when you come out of prison, you're still like mentally that same age. And it definitely seemed to scan. Yes. And I think maybe what the difference in this situation is, say, you know, versus a Chevelle and Quaylin situation is that – Sure. She seems really immature too, you know? And mm. I mean, who goes and picks up their prison boyfriend in a pickle costume and like is face down in the dirt because she's like either laughing or crying so much that she can't like get up and greet him get properly? Up and say hi. And like, yeah, it was that was so weird. Yeah. Like, I thought she would have honked the horn or something, like let her know she was there. Like why he just like came around and was like why are you laying on the ground and right. why are you wearing a pickle? I'm confused. Yeah. So I just feel like the maturity level is there and is it's – I mean it's the same. And like another situation with like Chevelle and Quaylin is that Chevelle like needed him to be a man and like step up because she had a child, you know? And it's right. like she – definitely threw him into like uh the other extreme of adulting not only do you have to take care of you and be mature but now you also have to set an example for someone else and i feel like this situation with josh it's like he really doesn't have any adult responsibilities she's not throwing him any into any kind of adult situations I mean, yeah, she's. And I don't even think I don't even think she needs him to pay any bills, does right. she? Right. I was gonna say financially, she seems to be okay. I think it'll be better now that he's out because you know she was saying before that she couldn't fix her water heater because she was you know spending all of her money on him. But you know, I think like they can live comfortably enough out. So I mean, I think they're kind of at the same level where I'm not super concerned about any gigantic conflicts between the two of them. I think more of the uh, concern with them and the drama with them is the everybody trying to keep them apart. But he had said something that I was like, I'm going to need more information on this. He kind of made it seem like he was into her first. He was saying, like, I saw her and then was like, oh, my goodness, this is kind of like my dream person because I looked into her eyes. And it's like, wait a second. She told a very different story last week. She kind of made it sound like I fell in love with his mind because I was reading his journals, not like a, I don't know, this an admiration from a far situation, you know? Yes and no, but I, I – because I could so totally see an oblivious dude who doesn't get that she's like openly flirting with him. 
mm-hmm. and like, you know, actually make sure that she's in the places where he's going to see her. And there's that hot guard again. Like there she is again. Wow, man, she's always around. <laughs> I didn't like notice that. I was admiring her from afar, whereas she is like very, very, you know, blatantly engineering these situations yes. where they'll have to like run into each other and right, see each other. Right. So I could see them both like thinking that's that's the case, you know, because it's like, you know how guy, you know how some guys and I would Are imagine especially him with the things very oblivious. Like <laughs> it was like I was flirting with you for like three months before you made a move. And he was like, what? I didn't I still wasn't sure you were into me. And it's like, yeah, but uh I, you know, and I speak from what I've definitely been on, on, on the end, the other, the stupid guy end of that. So I get it, but <laughs> like, I can see it. Okay. How many dogs did this woman have? I swear. Oh I God. saw like five different dogs. There was a lot of dogs and it's like, and, they all, and she had like the stairs to get on the bed and you yeah. know, they all sleep in the bed with her because as soon as they laid down together and started trying to make out, the dogs were like. All up in their shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh here. my gosh. Like, man, you're going to have to lock them dogs out because they're going to be, they're not going to, they're just going to be, oh, what's going on here? Are we all snuggling together? Oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So many dogs. So yeah, they're going to be together for two weeks. And then I just, I feel bad for this couple a little bit, like two weeks. Yeah, and then you just much, don't know when you're going to see them next. And then how much, yeah, I wonder how much. Yeah, what like what kind of visitation? He's not allowed to live with her, but obviously right. they let him quarantine because they're married. Yeah, right. So the assumption is that you can't tell the married people they can't live, they can't see each other, like when he's out of prison. But like, is there like rules? Is like the PO going to come at like midnight every night? Like, I don't yeah. know how that's going to work. Like, can they see each other every day? Does it have to be like? But I don't know because well, I feel like he would just be like, okay, I live at this other place, but I still spend most of my time here. Right. But then even look at like the John and Christiana situation, right? They were trying to sneak Mm -hmm. around, trying to get some time together. And it really kind of seemed like they didn't get a whole lot of time at all. Well, that was different because she was in the halfway house. And he's going to be at his cousin's house, right? Yeah. And he's just paroling to another person's house. He just couldn't parole to to her house. So it's not like he's in the halfway house. And like, because she had all kinds of strict rules about the halfway house. Like you can't leave. Unless you're doing a job interview. And so he'd be like, well, then I'll drive you to a quote unquote job interview. Mm-hmm. And we'll just happen to get some dinner at the restaurant while we're there. It's an application. <laughs> like, Yeah. No, it didn't work. All right. Uh, let's move on to our last couple, Rachel and Doug. So Doug calls Rachel to yell at her for not calling his agent or his parole officer. Rachel stays positive and she hopes that Doug will stay out of prison longer than 40 days, his old record. Rachel meets up with her mom, who questions Rachel's decisions and her choices of men. Rachel had dated a heroin addict and he was also incarcerated after they had been married. Rachel decided to look for, quote, friendship, unquote, with other inmates, which is how she met Doug. She feels like Doug is an upgrade because he doesn't use drugs. Rachel tells her mom she spent $30,000 on Doug or visiting Doug. Doug admits he's used women before for money, but Rachel has never had someone give her as much attention or effort as Doug has. All right, so. She had kind of a gross conversation with Doug on the phone. Um, yes, very but gross. But then mm-hmm. later, 
you know, says like, oh, no one's ever given me as much attention or or has put more as much effort into this relationship as Doug. Okay, do you think that Doug is exactly how he is shown on the phone, like what we've kind of seen it of him? Or if he and if he is, why do you think Rachel sticks around? Because like, is that is that what she's perceiving as effort? He obsessively calls her because it sounds like he calls her uh, multiple times a day. She, she said before when he, he answered the phone, she was like, yeah. well, he's got to have his 25 calls a day. Yeah. Like, so he does obsessively call her. And yeah. I do think she sees that as effort, right? I do That's think so she sees like somebody, oh, no, no, no. She is, she needs to talk to a therapist, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. because like, what is it about the guy who's, freakishly controlling your life that you're like yeah, yeah. that's hot that's effort there it means like, you nobody know tries as hard as him yeah there's lots of people who think that you know like oh well they're insanely jealous it means they care about me oh they're like insanely controlling it's because they want to be part of my life you know it's just like, it is uh, interesting yeah, no, no, yeah. how kind of these negative behaviors people interpret them to mean well the person must really care about me because why else would they be going that crazy over something that i'm doing yeah which is unfortunately not right no it's not <laughs> right like, not at all like the, if somebody's super supremely jealous it's not really about you at all it's about them and about yeah. like how much they want to have you know, ownership and want to have control over everything. It's not, mm. doesn't matter really. I mean, I would say it wouldn't, doesn't matter at all. But like once they've decided that this is something I'd like to have control over, they're going to obsessively want that, like no sure. matter how badly what it is about you specifically. Right. So it just, she, she definitely takes it as like, oh, that's really hot when he tells me what to do. Oh man, yeah. I like that. But because okay. it was like, because it was, and, and to be fair, like he called and the, it was a gross conversation and the, the, his tone, Oh, what, yeah. The way he was talking to her was completely unacceptable. But she should have called his parole officer. Oh, yeah. out next week. Right. Plus, we had seen in the last episode that he even said to her then, like, oh, are you going to call my parole officer? You know, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she even yeah. kind of had like, you know, committed back then. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll call him as soon as I get off the phone with you. So, yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, she's completely innocent in this situation. But at the same time, it's like. Is that really her job? You know, I know you asked her to do that and the expectation is she's going to do that because she said so, but... Because she said she would do it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not yeah. really her job. So just, yeah, don't get well, so I, upset. And I don't know. I don't, those are one of those are the details I don't know about. I don't know who would answer the phone. Can he call this or mm-hmm. does he, well, well, you know, you can't... I mean, he calls her 25 times a day. So yeah, like, right. Whatever it is. I was a little confused about her. Well, I was confused about one aspect of her previous relationship, right? Because she was like, we got married, but, you know, he was an addict and that was really hard. So our relationship didn't really go that far. I was like, you got married. That's pretty far for your relationship to go. Well, I think she meant like he ended up getting incarcerated. So it's like they weren't together for very long is maybe what she was thinking. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, it didn't go that far. And I was like, you have wedding pictures. I know, right? That's as far as a relationship can go. Yeah, she definitely, yeah, picked some not good people for her. Yeah. Well, and I don't, I did, I wasn't really appreciative. She didn't, wasn't as combative to Mm -hmm. her mom as it was, but she was like weirdly snarky and like, you know, teenager, like, you know, attitude with her. Like, it's my money. I can spend my money, mom. 
yeah, I just got back on the prison thing again. Like she had like a weird attitude toward her mom who was just like – who wasn't even telling her not to do it. She was just like, right. this seems like a bad choice. Yeah. Because it was funny too because at the end she was like, well, you know, she was like, how much have you spent on him? And she was like $30,000. $30, but you know, you can't take your money to the grave. And I was like, okay, yeah, but you're going to live for like another 50 years. You need the money. <laughs> You're not, you're not close to the grave here, lady. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Just this whole situation just seems very weird to me. I almost think she just really wants this kind of Insta family. And so the fact that she sure. gets Dougie Jr. in this as well, I think, right. kind of plays I mean, into that fantasy. But yeah. I mean, Doug this is one. Is I'm, ex- I'm excited to see people get out, right? I, w- I like to see. The, 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 you know, kind of carnival as it starts when people get out of prison. But I kind <laughs> yeah. of don't want to see him out. I know. Like, he scares me. Based on the phone conversations, I was like, I don't want to see this guy talk to his son. I don't want to see him d- deal with this lady. Right. Like, he's just going to be a psycho. Yeah. It's going to be hard to watch. Plus, he's really, really large. So, it's going to yes. be physically intimidating physically as intimidating. well. intimidating. Exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's scary. All right, so that about covers all of our couples. We still have yet to see one couple who I don't remember anything about, but I know we do have six total. Oh, right, right. One more couple of it, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so who was your student of the week? Uh, my one with, uh, with Josh um, okay. coming out, Josh and Courtney Josh. Yeah. Um, mostly because, like, unlike a lot of the convicts we've seen, a lot of the people we've seen, because we've seen Gold Digger Nicole, we've seen probably Gold Digger Lisa coming up, mm-hmm. right? She He didn't get out and like ask for anything. He got out and was like, wow, I wouldn't have been able to do this on my own. This makes it a lot easier to have yeah. someone here to support me. Like he seemed actually appreciative of everything yeah. she did and wasn't just like, hey, either, hey, you did everything wrong or hey, gimme, 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 right? So I like, I went with Josh. Right. He wasn't demanding like a steak uh, dinner like we had the last season. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's just fine with whatever. Anything's better than the prison food. Yeah. yeah. So my student of the week, uh, you know, and I agree, Josh is definitely up there, but I did not think about this when I was coming up with this. I actually said Stan and okay. specifically about Stan for not bailing out Lisa's brother. You know, it's like mm-hmm. he cannot be blamed for you know, getting robbed blind like some of these uh, idiots who just freely give money. Cough, cough, Deontay. Um, But, Mm -hmm. you know, also the rationale behind it saying that he didn't want to enable the brother. I mean, that's it's tough to hear that as the person who isn't getting get helped. And, and, you know, and to be honest, I don't think it's completely altruistic on Stan's part. I think that he really just quite frankly doesn't want to pay the bail money. Um, But Uh, I think I think it's I think it's too. I think he doesn't want to pay the bail money when she does get out. And I think he wants her brother to not be around. Right. That too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then also, like, I think, you know, it does kind of take that tough love to make sure you're not enabling uh, some people, yeah. maybe they do need to sit in prison for a little while and think about it. You know, if everything is too easy for them, they're just going to continue life thinking that things are easy. Yes, he does realize that she is interested in his money, but he's also very, very cognizant. It's like, yes, but you're not getting all of it. Like, yeah. And the way he, you know, split up the will was like that, too. It's like, yes, I, I want to spoil you, but 
I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that and I'm not doing this. And there were other like, unlike Deontay, who would just, you could ask for whatever and he'd give it to you immediately. Yeah, right. Okay, what about your dunce? Uh, my dunce was Rachel um, mm-hmm. because she, everything was, I don't know, I just felt like everything she did was dumb. Like the way she just took, oh, he's going to call again. Oh, yeah. He, and, and the fact that she didn't do the thing that she said she was going to do, which drives me nuts, right? And the way she was like defensive with her mom, she was like being dumb with the money. Like she kind of came out of nowhere. She really, really kind of made herself look like a mess this week, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely looked like a mess. Uh, my dunce was actually Brittany for lying to her family, knowing that it made the situation worse. It's like, oh, my yeah. goodness. What like, are you that doing? That was a dumb lie. Like, that wasn't even a believable lie. You, he's no. going to be at your house. Yeah. Like, he's not going to be two towns over like you said he was going to be. That's oh a pretty, goodness. like, predictable how that's going to fall apart. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And they're already – starting off not liking him and i mean she Mm -hmm. even like recognizes like ooh, how are they ever gonna like him now you know like i've now been lying to them about things so (sighs) just dumb move on britney's part okay what about your life lesson so if you if anybody if you are ever on reality tv right Mm -hmm. you you gotta just don't give in when they bait you about sex questions because you can talk to people for three hours and answer one sex question, and I promise you what's going to make it on oh, TV. Oh, it's getting featured. Sure. Absolutely. It's going to be featured heavily. Yeah. It's going to be on that coming up next time, all those segments. <laughs> Them all, because you will hear whatever you say about your penis is making the TV show. Guaranteed. Oh, my goodness. All right. So this is also directed at Deontay. Um, there is absolutely no reason to straight up give someone cash. It just means less to them if it's easy. And guess what? This girl is going to expect more. So good luck oh, yeah. to you on that. that. That cash is going to be gone by the end of the week. And she's going to be like, where's this week's thousand? Totally. I know, right? <sighs> Dumb. And she's yeah. going to be like, I, that didn't even get me half of what I wanted. I just, I, I need more. <laughs> totally. All right. So we're back again next week. Yes, we do have a new do have a new episode of this show next week. Um, we Friday. do, yeah. Um, and then we saw the. Did you see the um, life after lockup uh, preview? Uh, it has no. It doesn't have a date in August quite yet. We do know it starts in August. Uh, uh-huh. I was thrilled that we did not see. Um, as as I mentioned last week, we also talked about this last week. Um, we did not see Michael and Sarah. We did not see mm-hmm. Andrea Lamar. We saw Destiny. Um, well, not really Destiny, uh, but uh, what's the idiot she was with? Sean. Sean. Yes, Sean. Uh, we saw Sean. We say Lacey Shane. Um, I saw Puppy and Amber. So they're back. Okay. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, I also did not see Brittany Marcelino. So okay, it looks like they that. definitely pared down a little bit. So it'll be interesting sure. to see. Yeah, it yeah. was getting very, very expansive to cover that one. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, and then I will say, I know we didn't do a uh, you know a full rumor roundup with this group, but uh, it looks like Tracy from uh, uh, Clinton Tracy got married recently. So. To some, the not Clint though, to some right, other person. To not right? Clint, to someone else. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> wow, that yeah, couple was just... kind of crazy. Oh man, yeah, they were a mess. All right, yeah, they were. So we'll be back next week for everybody. 
Okay, sounds good. See you then. All right. Okay, okay. bye. Bye.